Each year, the week of Thanksgiving brings a veritable flood of messages about gratitude. But for me, and maybe for you, this year there is a level of authenticity to those sentiments that perhaps has been lost in recent years as we have all started to reflect on what's really important. On today's episode, we talk about gratitude as a pragmatic tip for hanging in there through tough times and our own expression of thankfulness. Welcome to Right in the Middle Market, a podcast about pragmatic perspectives on running, growing, and selling your business. We talk about the challenges, decisions, and most importantly, the actions business owners can take to create long-term value in their companies. Welcome to Right in the Middle Market. I'm Stephanie Chambliss-Gaffin, and here today with my co-host, Mark Gaffin. On today's episode, we are going to talk about gratitude. And before you roll your eyes and think, oh my gosh, one more podcast, email, company jumping on the gratitude bandwagon, what we want to do today is really to talk about why gratitude is not just a fluffy topic, if you will, and not just why it's something that we should think about in Thanksgiving, but we actually started to think about it in the context of, we have said for a long time that 2020 is a marathon and not a sprint. And as we're in many parts of the country, we're seeing COVID cases surging again. We are seeing, uh, you know, kind of going back to having to take more strict measures around the interactions and the way that we operate in our personal and professional lives and finding ourselves all having to dig deep again and thinking, gosh, I've already been digging deep, trying to find that energy, that motivation to keep going as I am trying to run my business and grow my business, let alone if you were thinking about selling your business. And that's really where we wanted to focus today was what is a tactical way that you can start to dig deep and find that. And gratitude actually is probably one of the most tactical uh, approaches that I know to kind of refill that tank to keep yourself going in the midst of difficult times. Right, Stephanie, I would agree. I think that uh, to me, gratitude is just is another sign of awareness, awareness of, of the present. And without being aware of what's going on in the present, it's very difficult to really directionally decide where you want to go if you're not aware of what you have. And so looking at what you have and then taking it that next step and being grateful about it is, uh, is really important to your evaluating. And that's, that's, that's clients, that's customers, that's your staff, that's creditors that may have worked with you over the last year. There's a, there's a lot to be grateful for. And I think if people are situationally aware of what's going on in the present, it helps you to say that they're actually underlying all the noise and the froth and the to and the fro. There is a lot of things going well. And directionally, we do get through this. We have historically, um, there's no reason to believe we won't now. And I think that uh, it's a it's very strong platform to grow from. That's a perfect setup for a quote from Brene Brown. Brene Brown is one of my favorite authors. I think she has so many powerful messages. And I looked at what are some of the things that she has to say about gratitude, because it's something that she talks about a lot. And one of the best quotes I found, she said, I don't have to chase extraordinary moments to find happiness. It's right in front of me if I'm paying attention and practicing gratitude. And that quote really struck me, Mark, because I do think that 
this year is one where there probably are fewer of the extraordinary moments, at least fewer of the positive versions of the extraordinary moments, which makes it a little bit harder, I think, when we're used to having those big events or those big things that we're looking forward to. And obviously Thanksgiving for many people is one of those where we get to get together with family. Hopefully that's a good thing. Uh, and, you know, we, we just that has to look different Thanksgiving or anything else. And so we don't have kind of those same extraordinary peaks. And so how do you look and find happiness by paying attention, as you were saying, by being present and, and then being grateful for the positive things that you're seeing. Right now. And I, I may be not quite so esoteric, but it was a Cheryl Crow, her song said, it's not having what you want, it's wanting what you have. Um, so I think kind of looking around and saying, yeah, I, I kind of look at it this way, when you're driving down your into your neighborhood, right? You may not be able to stop and chat and have as much fun with the, your neighbors in the front yard as you used to. Um, but right now, we're tr- we're still trying to maintain that sense of community, that sense of neighborliness, and being able to wave. And there's people that are shopping for each other. There's people doing a lot of things on the personal level. And you also see that thing. I've, I've seen terrific uh, levels of kindness uh, in in the business world, right? As people are trying to look out for each other. Some folks are displaced and some businesses are struggling. And you've really seen people go that extra mile to say, it's kind of as we talk about long-term value creation, if you don't have that long-term view and you're really just thinking day-to-day, quarter-to-quarter as far as you know profitability or successes or big moments, that's really not what life is about, right? It's, it's, it's living life and it's being grateful for what you have. And it's, a, it, it's being, you know, um, say there's a, there's a tomorrow, but I also don't want to lose what I have in the present. I, I very much agree with that. And I think it's, um, looking for then how do you shift your attention? It's really a, a question of where do you float, where do you place your attention? You know, I think about the old adage, the old story of, you know, walking along the, the sidewalk at night and you come across somebody who's looking for their keys. They're at the, you know, standing by a street lamp looking for the keys and you say, Oh my, you know, how can I help you? Oh, I lost my keys. And so you dive in and help look them. And after a while you say, tell me again. So you lost them right here. And the person says, Oh no, I lost them over there. Then why are you looking here? Well, it's because it's where the spotlight is, right? Um, and, uh, you know, I've always had a good chuckle about that story and all kinds of things we could interpret from that around data and insights. But I do think there's an element here of, you know, how do you shine the light and where you shine your attention and where you put your attention is what you're going to see most clearly. So I think the question of what are some of the tactical ways that you can shift your attitude. If you're, um, you know, if you're fine, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling frustrated, uh, you know, after, uh, just everything that's going on this year, what are some tactical ways to practice gratitude? So Mark, what's one of your favorite ways to practice gratitude? I've seen people, you know, take the steps. We've talked about this, I think in other episodes, right when the pandemic hit and everything was flying around against the wall, people stepped up in a bunch of miraculous ways to keep the lines going, keep customer orders fulfilled. And a lot of folks have taken the opportunity now to go back and say, you know, that was pretty incredible what you guys did. And that's a sense of gratitude. How do we build that into the, to the, um, you know, our, our processes, our standard operating procedures going forward. 
But that to me is, is a way to incorporate being grateful. And look, I, I'll be honest, and it's, I think it's kind of tough to do this, but I, I would think that some of the work, you know, the workers, the staff and folks as well, hopefully are grateful for the leadership that some of the CEOs and the middle, of course, our friends in the middle market have provided. I mean, it has been extraordinarily difficult to navigate these waters. We may not have the the bonuses that we want to pay that we'd love to pay this year. We may not have the, you know, the big fancy parties. But, you know, the fact is we're here to fight another day and there will be a brighter day on the horizon is a uh, is really something to be grateful for. And it's like I, I keep saying a platform, but it's it's we're, we're on, I think, solid ground now. I think it's very difficult to feel that. I think, you know, I'm not a, a clinician or a medical person, but, you know, for, for me, seeing that seeing three potential viable vaccines on the horizon uh, within the year, of within how many months of, of the pandemic breaking loose, is there's a lot of things to feel really good about. Um, it, jury's still out on some of this stuff, but at the end of the day, I think there's a lot to be grateful for. And I think to go along with what you described, I think is an external expression of, of gratitude, which I think can help to build that in, you know, when you express gratitude to someone else, it brings a feeling, good feeling, hopefully to them, but also quite frankly, to you. I think what I would offer as a companion to that are ways to actually focus on your own internal focus on gratitude that you may not voice to anyone else. And it has to do with that inner monologue and, and how are you thinking about shifting your own internal mindset? And it may be as simple as, you know, I know gratitude journals are um, a great tool for that of actually just literally writing down. There's actually some great apps as well um, of being able to just say, how do you focus on three things at the end of the day that you were grateful for? And it may be something really small, but it is amazing. And I have to do this at night um, just as I, you know, as I'm trying to fall asleep, even if I don't write it down and think about what are three things that I'm grateful for. And it might be something as smile, you know, as small as, um, my daughter smiling and laughing at the, uh, remnants of a pumpkin on our front porch that the squirrel has been eating. And, you know, we're all chuckling at watching the, the pumpkin disappear little by little as the squirrel apparently keeps coming by and eating the pumpkin. But, you know, to find that and, and to be grateful even for that moment of, of laughter and, and, you know, and it may be something larger, as you say, looking in the world around us about the vaccine, but how do you internally shift your focus to say, I'm going to deliberately look for, for something to be grateful for. And there's always something, even if it's small and some days it may be big. And, and I, you know, I guess that would be the second thing I would say is make sure that you're recognizing and celebrating those wins. It's so easy to say, okay, good, something happened, but I've, I've got to keep going because there's still so much else to do, man, take a minute, right? Yeah. You know, and uh, share with a friend, share with a colleague and say, Hey, something really good happened. Um, and take the moment for that and to celebrate that and to be grateful for that. No, I agree. And I think it, it would be, you know, almost, uh, uh, you know, a sin in, in not, the, not the, the biblical sense, but for you not to think back and think, gosh, who are the people we've had them in our little company, people that have come out of the blue, you know, with ideas, with thoughts, with opportunities, uh, that have helped us. And, you know, we're always grateful for them. And I know you and I try this to do, and I think that goes back to your point about why, why does it feel trite sometimes? Because right at this time of the year, everybody gets grateful. 
right? You know, in the next month, everybody gets all cheery and, and you know, huggy uh, around other on those holidays. And I think that, you know, some, some of us like to think about, you know, Memorial Day is not just Memorial Day. Think about those people throughout the year, veterans, you know, throughout the year, not just on Veterans Day, you know, what people have done for us so that we actually can have the society and life that we do have. And I think that's the same thing with gratitude, right? It's not just a Thanksgiving, although that's a special time to, to remember, <clears throat> you know, with his families as much as we can um, this year. It's, it's still being grateful uh, to me is when you have the even the bumps up and down during, if you will, or air quotes, normal times, uh, it still keep, helps you keep going, learn from, from setbacks. And some of those setbacks you should be grateful for too, ironically. Well, and I, I actually think as much as it may feel easier to be grateful in the good times than the bad, I, I think there's pl- ample research to say that it is actually more important to be grateful in the bad times than the good, because it is how it, we've all seen it that, you know, it's a, you have a tough setback, you lose a big client, you, um, you know, you're, you're struggling with staff. You, you know, we talked to somebody recently who unfortunately had a COVID outbreak among their staff and, you know, that that's been really tough for them as a company on all kinds of levels. And, but those are the times when, how do you keep going in in a way so that that becomes a momentary setback, no matter how challenging it is? And how do you find that energy, that motivation to keep going? And as we're going to talk about in our episode next week, that energy and motivation is a huge part of hope. And so we're going to to talk about that in the episode that's coming out next week. Shifting your attention to focus on gratitude is a big way to start to build energy in yourself and be able to keep going. Yeah. And I just want to add, I think on the earth, and this is a little more about maybe perseverance than it is gratitude, but I think the gratitude helps with the perseverance. And I think one of the things I'd love to talk about after our break is, you know, the historical perspective of all this. And I think that you, you and I were talking before we came on air as to, you know, how, if you actually study history, does this become a little more put into perspective? Not that it, not that it lessens what we are facing today, but if you go back and think of it, this is, we've gotten through things, I would argue, worse than this before, right? And so one of the things I've tried to do over the, well, I, I love uh, the Winston Churchill story. I'm a big, big fan of his, and I do a lot of reading. And in the pandemic, I've been working my way through the, the official Churchill biography, eight volumes. I think each one's about 1,000 pages. But one of his comments is, which I love, or quotes from him, is, is success is not final, Failure is not fatal, and it is the courage to continue that counts. I love that quote from Churchill. I think that's actually a really powerful, um, and to remember that so much of this is just about how do you keep going. And that fundamentally is why we wanted to talk about gratitude today, because again, we are all about pragmatic tips here. And to me, gratitude is one of those pragmatic tips to be able to say, how do I find the energy to keep going? There are some days when it's easy and there are some days when it's hard. And that's true for entrepreneurs and business owners in the best of times. 
And this year, I think it is even more true. Even if everything is going great with your business, very possible that there are other parts of your life that are harder. And so that's where I think from our perspective, we wanted to spend today talking about gratitude as a very tactical approach to be able to continue to find that energy and, and motivation. So Mark, tell me more about how you think about this from the context of history. So from the context of history, I think that, you know, how people have have had that sense of community in, in the past, right? If you look at, um, I'll go back to, to London during the, the, the Blitz, um, you know, how, how they helped each other. And because it was very haphazard how things could happen or, about, you know, very one house could be completely intact and the one next to it just completely wiped out, right? And so they worked together as a community to get through that. And this was, you know, months and months and months. Every night that there was decent weather, the the the, the planes would come and, and drop their bombs. And it was just, just something you had to deal with. Now, you mitigated risk. I think the kid, you know, the kids went to the country. Um, and now your kids are gone for, for months and months and months, but you feel that they are safer. Um, but you just don't know right? How, you know, if you think about it, you know that that night you, so you've got to cherish the day, be grateful for what you have, help your neighbors where you can. And I think that, 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 that meme that has been, you know, uh, over, overdone now, but they're, they had the, 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 the posters keep calm, carry on. And it was really that simple, right? And keep calm, carry on because there really, there wasn't, you, you couldn't just huddle up in a ball, um, as much as we might like to someday, <laughs> I got to tell you, some days that's pretty tempting. <clears throat> no, I completely understand. And you know, it's 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 tough because some of the things that we used to do to to let off steam, to go to a football game and just act like you know crazy lunatics and have a blast and just let it all out. You know, you just can't do that right now. Uh, some people would love to go to concerts. Uh, we we up on the shore of of, of Chicago, love Ravinia. And we couldn't go and, and act like crazy fools dancing and singing um, me so terribly off key. You acting like a crazy fool? I don't <laughs> oh, know if yes. I've seen that one. Um, so, I, you know, it's, it's, I think those things, those times will come back, but there's still things to be, to be good with. You can still do, I think, 80s music and your kids, force your kids to what, listen to 80s music and, and, and show them properly how to do air guitar. That's, that's my tip. Dance party in the kitchen. I was about to ask you for, we were, it was time for two pragmatic tips. So is your pragmatic tip, dance party in the kitchen? Prince. Prince. I mean, rest is, rest in peace. Prince. Kids in the kitchen. Yes. All right. That's a, we're going to look forward on our next episode to hearing about how the dance party in the kitchen went. I can't wait. Um, and I think mine would be, it, you know, it is tried and tr- tried but true, which is the gratitude journal. Grab, grab a piece of paper, a journal, whatever, but write down. Um, and there is something really powerful about writing it. If you don't want to write it, at least think about it and make yourself name three things. And it's interesting if you push for three. Um, and especially on the days that you don't want to push for three, push for three. And it's best if you write it down, even if it's, you know, the back of a napkin, a scrap of paper, even better if you do it in a journal or an app, something where you can look at it over time. Um, but really think about, try it for seven days uh, to write down three things a day that you're grateful for. And I think and just a personal note for me, and, I, and I'm sure you join me in a lot of this. I, I, w- I, 
I would be remiss if I didn't say how grateful we are for our our colleagues and for our business partners. And these are people within the firm and external to the firm. We have a number of people that have been supporters of us that we would not be here without. Um, and they know who they are. And we try and reach out to them and tell them all the time. You know, and we're grateful for you who listen to us. Um, we've gotten a lot of just wonderful comments about the podcast. We are very grateful that we are um, getting heard and we're trying to be out there to, to give you guys thoughts on what to do to run and grow and sell your business. And, and we, we want to be, we, I would say we're here for you if you, you know, people need help in thinking about what should I be grateful for? How would I set something up? You know, a board of a board of advisors could be those people that could help you actually focus on that, right? It doesn't all have to be business, 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 and numbers and numbers, numbers. It should be about, we talk about strategy and culture and growth. You know, growth means all of us growth in, in what we do, you know, financially, but also growth as people. And so we're grateful to be able to help. And, and, and we hope that people will continue to reach out to to us and and we stand ready to help folks uh, this year, next year and beyond. Totally agree. And with that, I'm Stephanie Chambliss-Gaffin and you've been listening to Right in the Middle Market, a podcast about running, growing and selling your middle market business. If you would like to learn more about working with us and how we could help you and your business, feel free to reach out to me. You can find us at slscapitaladvisors.com or drop me a line at podcast at gaffingroup.com. We'd love to hear your comments about today's episode or ideas for topics you'd most like to hear in the future. Send me a message on LinkedIn, or again, drop me a line at podcast at Be sure to subscribe to make sure you don't miss upcoming pragmatic tips on future episodes. Until next time, be well and be grateful.